Remember, history lives on through the stories we tell. I'm Peter, and this is Who Died Today, the podcast that explores the lives and legacies of influential figures on the anniversary of their passing. Today, we're delving into the life of John Quincy Adams, the sixth president of the United States and a prominent diplomat, senator, and congressman. Adams, the son of founding father John Adams, was a key figure in early American history, known for his strong principles, formidable intellect, and dedication to public service. His presidency and post-presidential career were marked by his staunch opposition to slavery and his pivotal role in formulating foreign policy principles that influenced America's direction for generations. Today marks the 175th anniversary of his passing. So without any further ado, let's explore the remarkable journey and enduring legacy of John Quincy Adams. Part 1. The Formative Years, 1767-1787 John Quincy Adams was born into the milieu of revolutionary fervor and intellectual rigor. His early years in Braintree, Massachusetts laid the foundation for a life dedicated to public service and shaped by the principles of the Enlightenment. His father, John Adams, a key figure in the American Revolution and later the second president of the United States alongside his mother, Abigail Adams, an astute and politically savvy correspondent, instilled in him a deep appreciation for the values of liberty, governance, and civic responsibility. From a tender age, John Quincy was immersed in the political and intellectual currents that would define the new nation. His education commenced under the tutelage of his mother and continued with studies under private tutors who exposed him to the classics, the emerging principles of American governance, and the philosophies that underpinned the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution. The young Adams' intellect and curiosity about the world were further nurtured through extensive travel across Europe, accompanying his father on diplomatic missions during a critical period in American and European history. These travels afforded him a unique perspective on international relations, the complexities of nation-building, and the importance of diplomacy. Living in France, the Netherlands, and Russia, he became fluent in several languages and developed an understanding of various cultures and political systems, which greatly influenced his worldview and later diplomatic style. His experiences abroad were not just academic or observational. At the age of 14, he served as the secretary to Francis Dana, the American minister to Russia, a role that thrust him into the workings of international diplomacy and statecraft at a remarkably young age. This position required not only a keen intellect, but also a maturity and discretion uncommon for someone of his age, qualities he demonstrated with aplomb. During this formative period, John Quincy also witnessed firsthand the challenges and responsibilities of leadership through the lens of his father's career. He observed the sacrifices required in the service of one's country, the importance of steadfast principles, and the need for a broad and informed perspective in governance. As he returned to America to embark on his own path, John Quincy Adams was not just a scion of a prominent American family. He was a young man profoundly shaped by his early experiences in a world brimming with revolutionary change and intellectual fervor. His return marked the beginning of a career that would see him contribute significantly to the shaping of the United States' identity on the domestic and international stage, leveraging the lessons learned from these formative years. Part 2, Rising Diplomat and Political Thinker, 1787-1809 
After completing his education at Harvard and briefly practicing law, John Quincy Adams quickly gravitated towards the realm of public service, a domain where his passion and talents could be fully realized. His early legal career, though successful, paled in comparison to the allure of diplomacy and politics, fields where he felt he could make significant contributions to the nascent American Republic. Adams' entry into diplomacy came at a pivotal time in American history. The young nation was navigating its place among established European powers, seeking to assert its sovereignty while avoiding entanglement in their perennial conflicts. In 1794, Adams was appointed as the United States Minister to the Netherlands, a critical post considering the strategic importance of the Dutch Republic as a financial center and its role in European politics. His appointment, influenced by his fluency in languages and understanding of European diplomacy, marked the beginning of a distinguished career as a diplomat. In the Netherlands, and later as minister to Prussia, Adams displayed remarkable skill in negotiation, securing loans vital to maintaining American financial stability, and negotiating treaties that affirmed American sovereignty and expanded trade. His tenure in these roles was characterized by a pragmatic approach to foreign policy, a deep commitment to American interests, and an ability to navigate the complex political landscapes of Europe. Beyond his diplomatic achievements, Adams was a voracious learner and a keen observer of political theory and practice. He engaged with contemporary debates on governance, liberty, and the role of the United States on the world stage. His writings from this period included reports to the Secretary of State and essays published anonymously in American newspapers, reflecting of a sophisticated understanding of international relations, a staunch defense of American republicanism, and a prescient awareness of the emerging global order. Adams' experiences in Europe was not a solely professional one. It was also deeply personal and formative. The political turmoil and intellectual vibrancy of the continent provided him with a broader perspective on the potential and challenges of the American experiment. His marriage in 1797 to Louisa Catherine Johnson, the daughter of an American merchant and his British wife, further intertwined his professional and personal lives with the broader narrative of American diplomacy and transatlantic relations. Upon his return to the United States, Adams was poised to leverage his extensive experience and insights into service at the highest levels of American government. His transition from diplomacy to national politics was seamless, driven by a belief in the importance of strong, informed leadership in guiding the young republic through its formative years. As a senator and later as a secretary of state, Adams's contributions to American foreign policy and his vision for the nation's role in the world would be guided by the principles and experiences that shaped his early career as a rising diplomat and a political thinker. Part 3. National Leader and President, 1809-1829 John Quincy Adams' return to the United States heralded the beginning of an influential period in his career. Characterized by significant contributions to national politics and policy, his service as a U.S. Senator from Massachusetts, although marked by tensions with his home state's political factions, showcased his commitment to national interests over partisan or regional loyalties. This period further solidified his reputation as a principled leader, albeit one who often found himself at odds with prevailing political currents. 
Adams' most impactful role came as Secretary of State under President James Monroe from 1817 to 1825. In this capacity, he left a lasting mark on American foreign policy. His tenure was characterized by a series of diplomatic achievements that significantly expanded the nation's boundaries and influence. The adams onis Treaty of 1819, negotiated with Spain, was a landmark accomplishment, ceding Florida to the United States and defining the boundary between the U.S. and Spanish territory from Louisiana to the Pacific Northwest. This not only expanded the United States territorially, but also removed a European power from its borders, contributing to national security. Perhaps his most enduring legacy from this period was the formulation of the Monroe Doctrine in 1823, a cornerstone of American foreign policy. While Monroe articulated the doctrine, it was Adams' vision that shaped its content, asserting opposition to European colonialism in the Western Hemisphere and establishing a policy of non-intervention in European conflicts. This doctrine underscored the United States' emergence as a sovereign power, intent on safeguarding its hemisphere from external domination. In 1824, Adams' extensive experience and statesman-like reputation propelled him into the presidency, albeit through a contentious election that was decided by the House of Representatives after no candidate secured a majority in the Electoral College. His presidency from 1825 to 1829 was marked by a vision of active federal government and promoting economic development as well as cultural growth. He advocated for the establishment of a national university, support for scientific expeditions, and the creation of infrastructure projects like roads and canals to bind the nation together economically and culturally. However, his ambitious agenda faced stiff opposition from a Congress increasingly divided by emerging political parties, limiting his ability to implement his policies. Adams' vision for the United States was forward-looking, emphasizing not just territorial expansion, but the development of the nation's intellectual and cultural capacities. He believed in the power of government to act as a catalyst for progress a belief that was both his strength and, in the eyes of his critics, a vulnerability. His presidency laid the groundwork for future debates about the role of the federal government in American life, debates that continue all the way up until this day. Despite the political challenges he faced, including a bitter loss to Andrew Jackson in the 1828 presidential election, Adams' contributions during this period were significant. They reflected a deep commitment to the principles of liberty, governance, and the advancement of the United States on the world stage. His efforts as the Secretary of State and President expanded the nation's borders, defined its foreign policy, and articulated a vision of America's future that, while not fully realized in his lifetime, would influence the course of the nation for generations to come. Part 4. The Moral Compass of Congress, 1829-1848 Following his presidency, John Quincy Adams embarked on what many consider to be the most impactful phase of his career, serving as a member of the House of Representatives from Massachusetts from 1831 until his death in 1848. Unlike most former presidents who retired from public life, Adams chose to continue his service, driven by a sense of duty and a desire to address the pressing issues of the day most notably the institution of slavery. Adams' tenure in the House was marked by his unwavering commitment to the principles of freedom and human rights. He became a vocal and relentless opponent of slavery, earning him the nickname Old Man Eloquent for his powerful and persuasive speeches. 
at a time when the gag rule was implemented to prevent the discussion of anti-slavery petitions in Congress, Adams fought tirelessly for the right to debate the issue, arguing that to stifle debate on slavery was to infringe upon the fundamental democratic rights of petition and free speech. His advocacy extended beyond the halls of Congress. In 1841, Adams defended the African captives of the Armistead in front of the Supreme Court, arguing for their freedom in a case that had wide-ranging implications for the legality of slavery and the rights of free blacks. His successful defense underscored his deep commitment to justice and equality, further cementing his legacy as a champion of human rights. Adams also used his position to advocate for Native American rights, opposing the Indian Removal Act and the subsequent forced relocation known as the Trail of Tears. He saw the treatment of Native Americans as a moral failing of the federal government, consistent with his broader view of American democracy as a work in progress, requiring constant vigilance and improvement. Throughout his career in Congress, Adams was a proponent of the federal investment in scientific and cultural institutions. He believed that the advancement of knowledge was essential to the nation's progress and advocated for the establishment of an observatory and other measures to promote scientific research and education. Adams' final years in Congress were as active as his first, demonstrating a level of energy and commitment that was remarkable for his age. His dedication to public service was unwavering, even until his last moments. On February 21st, 1848, he suffered a cerebral hemorrhage on the floor of the House of Representatives and died two days later. His final words reflecting his lifelong commitment to public service. This is the last of Earth. I am content. John Quincy Adams' post-presidential career in the House of Representatives was not just an epilogue to his earlier achievements, but a defining period of his life's work. His advocacy for civil liberties, opposition to slavery, and a dedication to the advancement of scientific knowledge exemplify his broad vision for America. A vision that valued not only territorial expansion and political power, but also moral leadership and intellectual progress. Through his action and words, Adams left a lasting mark on American history, embodying the ideals of public service and principled leadership. And that brings us to the end of today's episode on John Quincy Adams, a statesman whose contribution to American political life continues to resonate even today. He's also who died today, February 23rd. If you're fascinated by Adams' diplomatic achievements, his presidency, and his post-presidential career as a staunch advocate for human rights, please follow our Instagram at who.died.today. Don't forget to rate us and review us wherever you listen to your podcasts, and try to subscribe. Join us next time on Who Died Today as we uncover the stories of historical figures whose legacies have shaped the world we live in. I'm your host, Peter, thanking you for joining us in remembering and appreciating the life and the work of John Quincy Adams, an emblem of dedication and service in the early story of the United States.